Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi. Hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum! Doing party! Okay, we have something really important to talk about this week. Yes. I want everyone to put on their listening ears. Catch a bubble, single file line, like preschool. We have a very serious topic to discuss. Jude Law's hair loss. (laughs) What is happening? Why was it so rapid? And then how did he get it all back? I need to know. I am very serious about this. I believe you. <laughs> I've been wondering. I 100% believe you. For a long time, and I feel like now I have an avenue with which I can, like, get some answers. So all you partiers out there, please tell me what happened to his hair and how it went away and then came back. What? Is he a god? Is he magic? Is he a unicorn? I mean, maybe. Is he, is it plugs? Is it... Did you use Aveda's in body shampoo and conditioner and scalp revitalizing treatment? I don't know. We're not sponsored by Aveda. I am personally sponsored by Aveda. They send my paychecks. However, <laughs> I just, I don't know. And so that's, that's what I want to talk question. about. We're going to spend this whole podcast talking about hair this loss. This is a new Jude Law hair podcast. Yes. We're switching the entire <laughs> format of the podcast. The genres sw- switching. It's going to be all about... Jude Law's hair loss, and we're gonna go movie by movie and look at his hair and talk about it. <laughs> you know, there's a Tumblr out there that already does this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> what is the Tumblr called? <laughs> Harry Jude Law. No. Hair law. The law Maybe. of hair attraction. <laughs> the law. The law of attractive hair. Alopecia with Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Katie. Hey, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. We're not really going to talk about Jude Law's hair. I mean, we will for this episode. But... A little bit. He had a lot of it. <laughs> he has so much in this movie and I'm just like, where did it go? I don't know. He had so much I actually wanted to cut it. I can see that. The tail and the thing yeah, in the, the back. Yeah, the little curl. The thing in the back. That but was I was a like, big thing though then. Like, yeah, it was, was cool to have, yeah. well, even Jack Black had it. Yeah, he did. He did have the little, that's what I just wanted to, just wanted to go in there and take a little, <laughs> just a little bit off. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I, that's all. They were both losing their hair, so I guess they had to like <laughs> grow more to make it look like maybe they weren't losing it. Maybe. Maybe it was a wig. I don't know. I'm not too lie. I'm not his hairstylist. Maybe. That's, is that your dream job, though, Katie? I think my dream job might be to be Jude Law's hairstylist, just so I can have these questions answered. Or to, like, assist. Yeah. So that I could just... I just want to have the conversation, yeah. is really my dream job. It's like, Jude. Judy. <laughs> no. Judy. Let's get a cuppa and <laughs> chat about your hair loss and what is happening and how you've made your hair has made a big comeback this year, Jude. What, what is it? How did how'd you lose all that weight? How'd you put it back on? Your head. 
I'm going to treat him like he's an actress. Oh, and I'm going to ask perfect. him really shallow questions perfect. about his hair. And be like, so you gained a lot of hair for this movie. <laughs> Tell me about that. What it, Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, okay. You really lost a lot of hair for that movie. Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. Great. How much do you get paid to do that? All those questions. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Where do you get your nails done? What's your skin routine like? You're flawless. <laughs> flawless. <laughs> so yeah, this is a movie podcast where we talk about Jude Law. No. Sorry, Channing. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Dear Channing Tatum, <laughs> your movies got really boring, and I don't think we can continue this vicious cycle of your early career. <laughs> I think we're getting a little past his early career. Oh my god, we're finally, finally. moving into like, oh, people were hiring him. Yeah. We're not there yet, though. That's somewhere later this month. Next week? Next week, know. yeah. Oh, cool. Next, Next week, week we're going to talk about Jane Tatum's hair loss and how it hasn't started yet. <laughs> Thank God. I don't want to... In 10 years, I'm going to be having this same shallow conversation with Channing Tatum. Hopefully by then, actresses will be treated differently, and maybe we won't have all these shallow, dumb questions. You want a parking wreck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably should. <laughs> So or we, we just talk we about do, men's hair for a long time. Or we time. could spend another five minutes talking about men's hair. But not really talking about men's hair. Talking about hypothetical conversations we could have with men's hair. Not the man, the hair. Is there another hypothetical conversation you'd have with a hypothetical man about his hair? I would. Yes. I would like to have a chat with Bradley Cooper. Mm, that's a good one. About his hair and how it's... Always fabulous. Like, he has a buzz cut. It's fabulous. He has it super long in the hangover. It's fabulous. He has something else that's totally unmemorable. It's fabulous. Where's Maybe he's giving some of his hair to Jude Law. Maybe they're having, like, a hair exchange instead of a home exchange. What? That'd and they're just weird. like, get, like, it's just like a hair transplant. <laughs> but literally, you, like, give it to a friend. <laughs> Like, there's, maybe I should start a new company where it's like, oh, is your friend thinning, but, like, your hair texture is kind of similar, and you're, you know, a walking deity, and you have perfect hair? Great. Why don't this Christmas season, you give some of your hair to a friend, and then I'll come over, and I'll have a consultation, and then I'll cut your godlike hair, and then I'll give it to the poor mortal who's losing their hair. I think it's, this is a great idea. It's viable. It's one for one. Yeah. Right? You get a haircut, they one get for one. they get yeah. hair to cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's I great. see no problems with this. I don't see yeah, and it'll just be like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna put the hair in the balding person yet. <laughs> I've heard that there's ways that you can do it on infomercials, they tell me about it, and then I don't believe them. <laughs> but I always wanna buy the product and find just out. To see. I'd be like, well, if I put this on my cat. Do you remember <laughs> the infomercial for the, like, spray for your head so that it looked like your hair was fuller? I have had clients who use this. I've oh, seen it no. in person in practice. It's fibers. That's crazy. It's little fibers. That's so And weird. probably some glue. I just feel like that's the most 90s thing ever is those infomercials yes it's fibers that like stick to your head and there's also some like pigment in the spray yeah and so it like sort of fills it it fills it hides your skin yeah it doesn't it's like when people color their eyebrows 
like with powder. Yeah, like that. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I would say it's kind of like that. But it's but it's fibers. It's so weird. (laughs) But it's like these little like shards of. I, oh, shard sounds really scary when you're like spraying it on your head out of an aerosol can. But no, it's these little, um, yeah. just like little fuzzies yeah, yeah. that kind of resemble maybe hair. That's but it's but it's really just like spray paint for your head. Yeah. With like texture. But like, yeah, but like the glitter isn't glitter. It's little. <laughs> Do you hear that noise? That's what it is. Okay. You know, it's like got yeah. that feel to it. Um. Yeah, it's a thing, and it just hides your skin, basically. So at yeah. a distance, it would be like, oh, maybe that person has hair. And you get up close to them, and oh. then you don't look at their face. <laughs> you stare at their hairline. And so I feel like if you ever went on a date with someone, and they were making not eye contact with you, and just looking at your head the whole time, you would feel probably far more self-conscious than if you just let it be. Right. Hey, Jude. <laughs> Let it be, how appropriate, and then um and then uh and then just carry on with your life. The only reason I noticed Jude Law's hair Jude Law's hair loss is because he had so much hair, and then suddenly I was like, it all went away. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Is he okay? Are you okay, sir? And then and then suddenly it came back again, and I was like, whoa, that was abrupt. Well, there was some weird blip where maybe he became an old man. <laughs> maybe it was his future self time traveling back to now. I hope so. <laughs> maybe we just saw his Tyler Durden self and maybe he's a little less hairy. Maybe. Mm. I, either way. <laughs> I love the idea that his Tyler Durden, Durden self <laughs> looks exactly the same except for the hairline. It's like hairline's <laughs> different. It's he's just like, like thinning. My ideal me is just me. <laughs> I just like I'm not sitting. <laughs> You're living your best life, Jude Law. I mean, I guess if I was Jude Law, that would be the dream. <laughs> but, like, that's fantastic. Jude Law, <laughs> living your best life. <laughs> so we were parking wrecking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna parking wreck. Wesley, what have you been watching? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Jude Law Hair Watch. <laughs> Ten minutes. So Jude Law's hair. Lord, this uh, podcast is derailed so fast. <laughs> um, what have I been watching? I finally watched the fourth season of BoJack Horseman. Oh, good. Which you saw the Channing Tatum episode, yes, where Channing Tatum is his neighbor. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> they just mentioned happy. him like seven hundred times. So oh, you never Channing see him. Tatum. <laughs> oh, Channing Tatum usually gets my mail. <laughs> like, such a great guy. What a good neighbor. Yeah, so great. No, it was. I really like that show a lot. It's really good. What any uh any insights <laughs> into the life of horses? Or, I don't know. I haven't seen the show. I don't know. Uh, into the life of horses? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Equestrian I mean, life. It's a lot more like serious and nuanced than you would ever imagine a show about a talking horse to be. <laughs> Which I think is really yeah. cool. They really didn't do too well with that Mr. Ed show with, like, serious and nuanced life of the horse. No, that was so not really, a nuanced yeah, show. Yeah, I'm really glad that BoJack was able to, like, fill that gap yes. in horse storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> Black Beauty tried, but it didn't talk, so how could we really know? True. I'm not sure if I ever read Black Beauty, actually. 
I don't think I did either. Um, I don't like horses. I'm not a horse person either. I think really. they're the worst. I actually don't feel that way at all. Horses. <laughs> Your <laughs> eyes got so <laughs> wide. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, horses are the worst. All they do is kick people. <laughs> I think they're pretty, but I don't want to be close to them. Really? Yeah. Do you don't like riding them? No, I've oh. never ridden a horse and do not really want to. It's so scary. Right? You're up, you're up very high, and you're aware the entire time that you're really just, like, mounting a muscle. Right? Like, if you could imagine, like, the rock, but as a giant <laughs> a- animal. He would totally be a Clydesdale. And he's like, I'm gonna get on the people's piggyback. <laughs> And you raise an eyebrow and you're like, I guess, like that, I imagine getting a piggyback ride from The Rock is, is like similar to riding a horse. When I meet The Rock, I'm going to say, dude, I have a theory and I need to test it. I rode a horse once and I thought, I bet this is like getting a piggyback ride from The Rock. Could you support me in testing out this theory? It's purely for science. <laughs> And He'd then, be like, oh yeah, totally. You'd be like, all right, and like <laughs> scoop me up, and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> which I didn't want to do on a horse because I was going to spook him. I would say plus, I would say plus side of riding the rock. Nope, wait, well, okay. I yeah, feel none like of the words are going to piggybacking. <laughs> many upsides to riding the rock I could consider. To getting a piggyback ride of the rock from the rock, I would say one upside is you could probably go, oh, oh and he wouldn't get spooked and be like, oh no, and like buck you off that of his back. Funny. He would probably be like, ah, this is hilarious, you small human. <laughs> let, let us be friends. That is how the rock speaks in my mind. Because he, yes. You're welcome. Get it? I just layered that joke. You did. Uh, it was also Lin-Manuel Miranda reference. Zing. Got one in. It was like so many levels, Katie. Oh, man. I'm brilliant. I'm so good. I'm so, I'm so, so what can you, what are you, what's on your park and rec list? Uh, I have, uh, I finally finished, after a year of watching it, I finally finished one season of The Crown. Yeah? <laughs> I've wanted to watch it, but I haven't. It's yet. very good. It might. It looks so great. It might be something that you would love. The trailers make it look way more exciting than it is. Yeah. It is all of the things that the trailer shows that you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. stuff's about to go down. Yeah. Happen. And true to British fashion, very slowly. Of course. And with a lot of um, speaking to each other about it and attempting to be polite. Uh, like, their insults are like the most graceful thing you've ever seen. That's fantastic. And you're like, whoa. I can't believe you just said that whoa and i don't think you could believe you just said that because your voice because your face is blank while you're saying it because you're just like i'm gonna tell them off no one's gonna know how i feel about it i'm like wow uh it's pretty wild no low-key wild Mm, i'm gonna say it's very subtly wild (laughs) it's really really good it's really good. I like it. You you wouldn't know. My friends and I, you wouldn't think that we're watching The Crown based on our responses to things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were in the apartment next door to us while we're watching it, you would be like, wow, they're really 
whoa, something really serious is going on. And we're really just like sitting around watching a very, very slow British show. Like, are you Caleb? Ooh, your Royal Highness. Like, just like cheering people on. And we're just like, yeah, you have a chat with them. You better. And it's just like, shut up, Winston Churchill. You don't know shit. Like, that's like, like, like that's the conversation oh. we're having. And it's just like, listen up, King Philip. You don't know what you're doing. You're ruining her life. She's like 25, man. Give her a break. Like, we're just like having a great time. It does look really uh, great, though. We're acting like it's some hood rat show. In reality, it's just like... British royals. Yeah, it's just Queen Elizabeth being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm working really hard at doing it. And everyone's mad at me. Ugh. Yeah. Also, Winston Churchill is John Lithgow. <laughs> oh, that's and right. What? Who? It's wild. Guy. It's so He's wild. The most interesting right. random actor, right? Like uh, Matt Smith is in it, so we got a little Doctor Who. It's fascinating because yeah. I've seen him as the two, the three ways that I've seen him before this were obviously Doctor Who is like the ragdoll man, mm-hmm. and then I uh, there was a movie he was in where uh, he had a beautiful. Uh, gay love scene and uh and then i've also seen him in uh shoot oh he was in american psycho the musical so i've seen him like do like way really loose Mm -hmm. like do some very like loose sort of acting and then in this one he's like super straight laced but he's also like kind of like got like a he's got like a rebel streak in him Hmm. where he's just like shove off about it why does everything have to be so proper and it's like y'all you married a princess <laughs> like it's gonna be proper she was the heir to the throne <laughs> and yes you expected it to happen when y'all were like 60 or 70 or something but like king george died so early in life that like uh, yeah. well that was it like now you're like 20 year old daughter's gotta go be queen yeah which I didn't know. I had no she idea. She was so young. Holy smokes. Like, no wonder she looks mad all the time. No wonder she's like, I ain't having any fun. Because she's just like, I've seen way too she's much. She's been dealing with this crap like, for, like, decades like, and decades. everything post-war. Yeah. Is, like, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. You're like, oh, I remember... It's crazy. Even, I forget why I was watching this. But, um... One of the Beatles was talking about how oh. much of a how it impacted his entire generation. Hmm. I can't remember which one. The like having a young queen. Yeah, how they how like how much she means to them because they were all like teenagers at the same time. Oh yeah, and then like for sure, like they watched one of their peers essentially like. Mm-hmm. take control of the country yeah and why that's why there's such a love for her is because yeah like they empathize so much with her yeah because she was young typically when you take the throne like you're much later on in age yeah like we don't expect like prince william to take the throne for like a while like it's coming but like he probably won't yeah like well, he'll we'll be... still have to get to his dad right. if he even takes it. Right. Because he may just like pass it off. And be William. like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, like we have no idea. Like, I don't know. We have no idea. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, to see this, you know, woman who's like what, like twenty five or twenty three or something. Yeah, she was so young. No, she was she must have been it would have been like twenty five ish, because mm-hmm. that's when you have 
you turn 25 in English, and England is a royalty, and then you have some amount of autonomy, like a little bit. A little bit. Because we, in this first season, we dealt with the scandal of her younger sister, mm-hmm. who um, wanted to be with someone, and they couldn't until she was 25, and then she turns 25, and then suddenly it's like, well, he's divorced. And we had the same issue with our mm. uncle, who yeah. abdicated the throne to King George. Right, right. So, like... What, like, so she had, like, Parliament was like, no, we can't do that again. We just dealt with this. Mm -hmm. Like, we just dealt with this. We can't do this again. And then the Cardinals of the Church were like, nope, sorry, that's a cardinal sin. Or whatever. (laughs) Which is such, it's such nonsense. Whatever. Like, you can't marry a divorced man and keep your, like, any amount of royalty. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't do it because you represent the church. Like, Right. The queen is also the head of the church, which is a terrifying concept. Yeah. And I was like, what? No, I thought the Pope was. I'm so confused. Isn't he off in Italy? Oh, I just, I can't, I can't do it with all of it. So, uh, so we dealt with that whole thing and it's really tragic. And then of course I was like, I was sitting here like, what's going to happen? And then I was like, wait, it's history. I could Google it. So then I like looked up like, oh no, like it's yeah. the most tragic thing. But in this next season, um, apparently, I'm really excited. We're having a girls' night tomorrow to start the second season, but apparently, uh, uh, the Philip the Duke, the, you know, the Queen's husband is off, like, he's just like, screw you guys, I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun, and <laughs> is, like, growing a beard, and we're just like, we have no idea what he's gonna do, like, we don't know what he's gonna do, like, he's yeah. always off partying or doing something, and then her little sister is like, uh, I am a royal for the modern age and like goes off and does her own thing being sexy and stuff. And of course the queen's just like, I'm trying to hold it all together. That's not how she speaks at all. <laughs> she has the most proper accent I've ever heard in my right. entire life. I am, I'm shocked by her accent. She speaks and I'm like, yes, ma'am, whatever you say, ma'am. But she's perfect. Uh, she's perfect, and then there was a whole thing with horses, and, oh, God, it's so good. It's just so good. This show's great. Really excited about that, and I'm also watching Skin Wars. Have you watched Skin Wars? No. Skin Wars is wonderful. I'll just touch on this real quickly. It's not anything too in-depth. I watched <laughs> I the first imagine. season. I'm in the second season. It's like a tw- It's like a half-hour show about body-painting artists, and it's a competition. Okay. Oh my god. And RuPaul is one of the judges. Of course. But not Queen RuPaul, just RuPaul Charles. Gotcha. In a suit. And he's always like, and they're like, here's our esteemed judges, so-and-so, so-and-so, and RuPaul. He's like, hi! And then they're like, okay, see you guys later, enjoy your challenge. And he's like, bye! <laughs> I'm like, Ru! Wow. They literally, the episode wow. I watched last night, they had a challenge where they're like, you have to paint something on a model's body that makes Ru laugh. Wow. I was like, like, boy, they ran out of ideas fast. Yeah, they did. I was like, we are not halfway through the second season. And they're like, make him giggle, please. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing. Uh, Best part about season one was uh, this one guy named Gear. And he shows up and you're like, this guy's the house tool. Like, oh, no, he's the worst, and he looks like an anime character, mm-hmm. and you're just like, this guy's the worst, and then you get to the end, and you're like, this guy's so great. He's so sweet. <laughs> I love him. And he's always making these, like, cool noises while he's body painting, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go over here, and be like, Bleh. he's like, and then we're gonna come over here with this color, and a bop, yeah! 
And then he'll be like, you just freak it. And then I'll come in and we're like, what? Uh, what's this guy doing? His name was Gear. His, I, I fancy his God-given name was Gear, his parents. <laughs> it's on his birth certificate. I'm positive. Uh, and he's great. And he was wonderful. And he was my favorite part of the whole season. And I loved him. And so it's really good. If you ever want something to just entertain yourself with, like yeah. noise in your house, yeah. Skin Wars is the way to go. Nice. And the stuff they paint is gorgeous. And I, like, I just, and they like, I want to go body paint now. <laughs> like, I think I found my calling. <laughs> or maybe I'll just let people paint me, because that sounds way easier. True. Uh, maybe not, because it's like hours of standing around or sitting or whatever. I would probably be a terrible body paint model because I like to fidget. I can see that. So I didn't find my calling, but I found my calling's calling. Okay. Good job, calling. <laughs> Park and Rec. All right. Complete. Cool. We're like halfway through the podcast. <laughs> Done. Back to Jude Law's hair, everybody. Yes. Uh, what did we, what is the, now let's so, go to the purpose of our podcast. Yes. Our podcast's special purpose. <laughs> What movie did we watch last week? We watched The Holiday. Yay! It's my pick for our Christmas movies, because I love it so much. Merry Christmas and a happy waffle pretzel new year. <laughs> I was just reading off that bag over there. I can that tell. wasn't in the, uh, the uh, songwriter's original intent was it to be a waffle pretzel jingle, and we totally screwed it up and put Santa in there. It was a real song I was singing so that was true. Okay. <laughs> Believe it. So it's the truth. Yeah. So it's your favorite. It's your yeah. favorite. Is it your favorite holiday movie? It's one of. Well, it's one of my favorite holiday. It's one of just my favorite movies, and it happens to take place at Christmas. I get so that. So it counts. Yeah, it's interesting how it's like it's technically a Christmas movie, yeah. but it's not very Christmassy, which right. I really like. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, no surprise there. I liked it. They're like they kept talking about Christmas, yeah. and I was like, "Great!" But they actually, but it, you never see Christmas Day. No one, but well, no one's like, "It's Christmas and it's snowing and it's a miracle." <laughs> You're yeah. just like, "Yeah, I'm on holiday for Christmas. Like, I'm on vacation. Yeah, my Christmas vacation is they took this a is what I'm doing over the holiday. over the holiday." Is everyone done? Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very subtly Christmas, but. I do like that everyone happened to have a job that they could just take time off for. Yeah, I mean, I like. I mean, I like that about. Were in L.A., so I liked that about their characters that yeah. they could just take time off. Yeah, they're like, I could just fly out there, wherever we're going. Yeah, across the pond. <laughs> I'll just take a little flight across the pond. I mean, they did from L.A., not from New York. Is New York closer? I would think New York is yes. closer. I don't know. Yes, L- yeah, because Russia is over on the other side. You can see it from Alaska. True. That's how you know your geography. That's... <laughs> don't judge me. Yes. <laughs> I should know this because my friend from Norway always flies into New York. Yes, because it's And then flies to into Columbus. Europe. Yep, that is the way that I... That's how I remember stuff, honestly. I get it, though. It's not, not that I've memorized a globe. It's that, like, well, Alaska can be seen... Russia can be seen from Alaska, so it's got to be over on that west side. <laughs> and my friends from <laughs> Europe fly in to New York, so it must be over on the east side. Good job. The end. 
and I'm in the Midwest. It's really the Mideast. If you look at the map. If you, yeah. If you're looking at a map of America, we are technically east of the center. Yes. But we're the Midwest. Maybe somehow. they decided that before we discovered all the, the, the west side. The west side states are so much bigger. Oh, because colonies. Never mind. I was yeah. like, why are they so yeah. much? Got it. They colonies. were like, this is all we think exists. We're going to break it into little pieces. And they're like, oh, there's so much uh, more. Let's send Lewis and Clark out to go find it. We're just going to make squares because we don't even care what shapes the states are anymore. Did you know that there was a show that talks about that? Yeah. Called How the Shapes Got Their yes. Dates? <laughs> How, How the, the states, states Got, got their, their Shapes. Shapes. It's very good. I'm I really sure. enjoyed it. That's all. Okay. So the holiday. So the holiday. Let's actually talk about yeah, the movie. Yeah, we probably should since we've spent a lot of time talking about it was a really good amount of time. Care. I'm excited to re-listen to us have those conversations. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Yeah, go for it. Why so, you want to talk about the plot? Because you know it. I do know it. You freak it, and then I'll come in and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Freak it, Wesley. Freak it. I'm going to eat M&M's while you do that. Okay. I'm not. Okay. So, this movie centers around two women who are kind of opposites. And blonde. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. There were different kinds of blonde. Though. Yeah. So we have um, Amanda, who is Cameron Diaz, who lives in L.A. and owns a company where she makes movie trailers. Oh, does she own the company? Yeah, that comes up Oh, later. I thought that she just did it. And yeah. Then, wait, then why did... No, I'm not. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have time for questions about Cameron Diaz's characters. No. They're, like, she's, not that good. I feel like she's the least important character anyway. It's fine. She is. So... There's her. She lives in L.A. She does her movie trailers. She breaks up with her boyfriend because he's, he's been, handsome. He's like generic oh, handsome sorry. guy. Yeah, he is. And what's that guy's name? His name's Edward something in real life. Yeah, I don't remember. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero. <laughs> That's not him. Nope. Um. <laughs> so she breaks up with him because he's been cheating on her with his young. What, secretary? Yes, the receptionist. Receptionist something. She's younger, it was his excuse. Yeah. Like and I was like, oh, so you like little girls. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. That is the worst. We just, Dumb. we agreed that this is like the worst, like, reason and one of the most common that I would, I guess She meant, didn't know better. You should have known better. You're the, you're like, older. What am I going to do? Stop. She's young. And I'm like, why do you like children? I have this is my personal stance. I'm drawing a a a, a, <laughs> Wide. a metaphorical line in the sand <laughs> with my sleeve. When, if a man, okay, if a man who is in his 30s is like chasing women who are in their very early 20s, mm-hmm. I would have to feel like there's something wrong with him. Maybe not wrong is the right word. Well, there I am going right and wrong again. Wrong may not be the perfect word for that moment, but it's like, why are you so enthralled with, like, women who are younger and probably less experienced in life? It just seems like you're chasing after people who would be more easier for you to manipulate. Mm, okay. Like, that's what I'm getting at. It's not like, you're sick, but it's like, what about right. I see what you mean. this demographic of people in general? Not that I'm like, oh, 20-year-olds are dumb, but, like, Think about yourself at like twenty two. Were you stupid? <laughs> a little. 
you had a fair yeah. amount of dumb going on in your yeah. life. You may have been the most brilliant of the 22-year-olds, <laughs> but that didn't mean that you were, like, like totes ready and, like, not susceptible at all to, like, a 30-year-old with money and a nice face. Yeah. Or a 35-year-old. We'll say 35 because 30s is still, like, okay, it's, like, a weird, it's, like, a weird time. But it's just one of those things where I'm, like, you know... And he really came into this theory when, like, older men were chasing my high school friends and they were, like, dating. Oh, and I was like, so I'm weird. sorry. Like, I know we have adults' bodies at this point because we've passed puberty, so technically we're in an adult body. But, like, right. why are you hunting 17-year-olds right now? Because it feels like hunting. It's very yeah. predatory. So when men are like, she was young, I'm like, you're a predator. That's what all that I hear and that's all that I can get out of. Please tell me uh, your opinions, partiers. I'm actually, I would love to hear about it. Continue. Okay. <laughs> so, young secretary, he slept with her. Cameron Diaz broke up with him. Yeah. On a balcony. Yes. Very dramatically. So, there's that. On the other side of the world, we have Iris, who is... Perfect. Kate Winslet, being wonderful. She works at a newspaper in London. Is it in London, London, or is it... I think it's in London. Yeah, because she walks past the parliament on the low point. Oh, yeah. Across that bridge on her way home. Oh, great. And then takes the train or whatever. I'm glad you caught all that. (laughs) I've watched this a lot of times. I was like, I'm glad you caught that. I was like, wow, I didn't notice any of that. Good. (laughs) So, because she works for The Telegraph, which is one of the big newspapers. Is it really, or is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a real newspaper. Oh, cool. So, she's been, like, sort of dating in love with, not really together with, guy at her office named Jasper. Yuck. Who's terrible to her. Yuck. And big eyeballs. He's like, oh, I'm so, like, you're so great and wonderful and all these things. And then, like, five minutes later, her boss announces at the Christmas party that he, Jasper, is engaged to this other woman. Sarah. Yeah. That he had been dating at the same time he was dating her. She's a brunette. Yeah. So, <laughs> she goes home and cries. And is having a terrible time. So Not Sarah. Sarah's happy. Yeah, Sarah's fine. She's Sarah's oblivious. She might not be oblivious. Who knows what she's She's probably doing. oblivious. So these two women are both in really, like, sad places. They just had bad breakups, kind of. So Amanda decides to go online and take a vacation. And so she finds a home exchange website, which is a pre-Airbnb yeah. concept, where basically you list your house online someone decides they want to switch with you you go to their house they go to your house you use each other's cars and whatever's yeah it's like wife swap but you don't have to be married right (laughs) or have kids (laughs) or have to live with someone single swap yeah you just switch and switch and it up yeah isn't there i feel like there's something called that possibly house exchange (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they decide to fly out the next day and switch houses with each other because so, they both have money laying around for flights across yeah, the Yeah, because both of them say, like, you guys never take vacations, so it's implied that they, like, probably have money and just never take it. They probably work all the time. I feel like the people who don't take vacations are the people who, like, have, who don't have enough money. They're like, I have to work really hard, and I can never take a trip, but I'm like, oh. Okay. And yeah, the people, it probably goes both ways. Yeah, I'm a, I'm sure it's both. I've experienced a lot of the other where I'm like, oh, you never take a vacation? Why? They're like, I'm broke. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so keep going to work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 
So they decide to switch houses. So Iris goes to LA to this giant house with a pool and like a video room and like crazy giant stuff. And she's there for like two weeks or 10 days or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amanda goes to this tiny little cottage in Surrey, England to spend her vacation. So um, Iris meets her next door neighbor, Arthur, who is this lovely elderly gentleman who uh-huh. used to be in the movie business. Uh-huh. And she like helps him find his way home one day and gets like finds out that he's they want to honor him at this like writers guild thing so she's helping him like prep for it and he's helping her like realize who she is and what she's doing and how to be like a stronger woman really mm-hmm. for making her watch all these old movies with these like awesome ladies in them with gumption with gumption so you get lots of cute little movie things about meet cutes and yeah being the best friend in the storyline and all kinds of wonderful things yeah so while she's hanging out with Arthur um Jasper keeps like contacting her he sends her some pages to edit and Ugh. all this crap and just he's like bothering. I need you yeah he can't leave her alone what did he call her my little like sur- survival, survival kit, kit. man screw you he's the worst Ugh. I so, love, I, I appreciate that they finally use the word toxic to describe him. Yeah. Because that's a, the best word. Yeah. So he's pestering her. She's trying to get over him. It's not really working. She's distracting herself by hanging out with Arthur. Um, back in London, um, she Amanda's there because she's trying to get away from men and ends up, well, <laughs> she doesn't run into. He in shows up on her <laughs> Jude Law just shows up on her doorstep with all his hair. He's Mm. Iris's brother. Doesn't realize she's going out of town and just shows up there, drunk. Yeah, as a skunk, basically. And is like, uh, usually my sister lets me crash here. She's like, okay, you're handsome. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So of course they become a thing. They sleep together. It was good. I, I wasn't there. But Jude and I have been talking, obviously. <laughs> During your hair consultation? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember back in the day when you had hair? He's like, yeah, I got to have sex in a movie. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Tell me all about that. It was... It's a movie, guys. Nothing really happened. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Anyway. So, mm. she starts hanging out with him a lot, and then... Like, it comes out that, like, she, he keeps getting phone calls from these other women, so she thinks. Sophie and Olivia. And she's like, it's fine, like, I'm only here for ten days, I'm just gonna, like, enjoy myself, basically, while I'm here, it'll be cool. And then, the wrench that gets thrown into things on her side is, it turns out, he has two little girls at home, and he's been keeping it from her because he doesn't want to, like, introduce them to some woman he's never gonna see again and he's trying to like separate his like dad life from his trying to date life yeah because it's scary Cause he it's doesn't know what to do yeah so so yeah so they're dealing with all of these things so they're like "Ooh, we really like each other hmm there's kids oh we live in different countries what do we want to do with all of this they basically spend their entire storyline, like, trying to figure that out. Yeah. 
and like being really into each other and falling in love and then and so they're just working that out they're like having each other over and having a great time and they're being really lovely that's their side of the story yeah that's pretty much all they do for the movie basically it's like see each other and then be like i don't know if i should see you again okay bye Wait, I want to see you again. Oh, I don't know if we should see each other again. Oh, I'm going to go away. Oh, I, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. And then they kiss and their tongues are out and then they make sex again. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I don't know. If, and then they just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's their, their role. entire plot line. So, so Iris. So Iris is trying to get over Jasper and he's being a jerk. She's also been hanging out with Miles, who is Jack Black being adorable in the bam, bam! <laughs> Jack Black! <laughs> And so he's he shows up as the friend of Amanda's ex to like pick up his stuff and they start hanging out because he comes over when Arthur's there and they become friends and like watch movies together and hang out and it's nice. Yep. And then I was like, more happens. You just like let it drop and like, oh the end. (laughs) The end. No. Um I was trying to figure out so he's been dating some actress turns out like she's been lying about the fact that she's actually been dating someone else hasn't been on location this entire time like he thought and she's what a slut man yeah just kidding like she's just off making her own choices yeah so we get this scene where like iris and miles kind of realize they're both in the same situation with these terrible relationships yeah and then Jasper shows up literally at her door thinking he's surprising her and he's awful. And she yeah. finally gets like the he shows up to and be he, like Well he shows up yeah, Jasper shows up in the middle of the day where she has a lot going on. And yeah, they would already been out to lunch and she has this event with Arthur in the evening and then he shows up in the middle of it. He shows up at her door and he's all like, I had to see you. I missed you. I don't want to lose you. She's like, oh my god. And he's like, maybe when you come back home, we can run off together like Venice or somewhere. Like, let's go somewhere together and let's go do all these things. And she's like, ain't you engaged, though? Is exactly how she says it, but in a (laughs) British accent. Ain't you engaged, though? (laughs) Hold on, let me try that one more time. Aren't you engaged, though? (laughs) Uh, Aren't you? That's how she talks in this movie. And so, and he's like, uh, and he says something like, I wish you would just, like, understand. understand. how hard this is for me. Yeah, or like, how complicated. How confused I am or something. Yes, I wish you would understand how confusing this is for me. And she's like, oh, let me try that one more time. (laughs) You are engaged, yes. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, get out. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm super done. Yeah. And, Whoa, you were super right. We don't belong together. This is fantastic. You need, she literally goes, you need to get the hell out. And I was like, yeah! yeah she's, she's like, like I'm I have over a life it. to live. She's and like, you're not in it. I have a life to live. And you're not in it. It's like, wonderful. She was just like, oh my God. She finally was like, this is toxic. I'm done. You're done. We're done speaking to each other. Yeah. It's time for you to go. Yeah. And then. Uh, and it was so wonderful. And then she goes to this great event with Arthur. Yeah. And then Jack Black shows up. He yeah. shows up a little late, but, like, just on time. Yep. And he sits down, and, like, they sit down, and, like, Arthur is winning, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, and he's giving this, like, cute little speech. 
and she and Jack Black are sitting in the audience, and he goes, he goes, I'm a little late. I'm sorry. That thing between what's her face and I is totally over. Dunzo. And she's like, cool, good. He's like, and he goes, and you look beautiful. <laughs> she's like, thanks. And they don't make a big thing out of it. She's just like, thanks. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so I sit down, and he's like, what are you doing New Year's? And she says, I'll be back in, like, I'll be back in England. And he says, I've never been to England. I've never been to Europe. If I came for New Year's, would you go out with me on New Year's? She says, yes. And then they kiss real quick. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he very silently does a little, like, they both do this, like, they look away from each other, and both are just like, like, finally. Like, yes. <laughs> and it was perfect. It was so cute. They didn't make a big deal. No. Like, Cameron Diaz is the most dramatic little spasm, like, ever. <laughs> She's just a human spasm. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, She's out there. Um, yeah. In this movie, her character's like, yikes, girl. Woo, calm down. <laughs> Woo. You need to just lower that energy yeah. bar. You need to get ground. Go do yoga or something. Yeah. Like, so we'll go back to Cameron Diaz's character. Yeah. So she's in England. She's hanging out with Jude Law. And they're like, okay, I have to go back to the States. We're, we'll try and figure out how to make long distance work. But I have to get on the plane and go home now. And he's like, I love you. And she, like a thousand times. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> okay. Then she's like, all right, got to get on the plane. We'll figure it out. Bye. Yeah. So, this whole time, they've been talking about how she hasn't been able to cry. And it's been oh. a whole thing. So, after her parents got divorced when she was young, like, she cried about it for a long time and then just made herself, like, pull it together and hasn't cried since. That was a big deal with, like, Ethan, the terrible boyfriend who broke up with her. And he was just, like, thought it was so weird. In one area, do I side with Ethan? I would never be with someone who I had never seen cry. I couldn't do it. Like, I need to know that you are capable of it and that you, at times, can allow it to happen. But she, like, physically couldn't. Which is a huge red flag emotionally. Yeah. Because how can you... She clearly hasn't dealt with all of How can you emit any kind of emotion if you can't even let one that you have so little control over because it's a physiological response. Yeah. But I'm like, man, you got it stuff that deep. What else are you repressing? Yeah. Love, obviously. So Happiness. So what happens is she leaves Jude Law. She gets in the car. She's on her way to the airport. Starts to cry. Crying! Realizes what a big deal that is and literally gets out of the car and runs back to him. And heels in the snow. Yeah, because... Heels in the snow. she does. And then gets Did you, back. Pause. Did you see that? I think it was like a BuzzFeed or something. Did a test to see if you could outrun a T-Rex in heels. <laughs> no. Turns out you can if you're uh, an athlete. <laughs> I believe that. They had like one of like the fastest You just women. have to be really good at running. Yeah, they had like an Olympic athlete like in heels on a treadmill. And they were like, okay, you have to be able to go this many miles an hour in order to outrun a T-Rex. And she was even, a normal person was not able to do it. Like, right. they couldn't right. get up fast enough or they'd fall. Yeah. But, like, an athlete was able to put on heels and outrun a T-Rex. That's awesome. It was awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. End. 
So yeah. Anyways, she done. runs back. She finds that Jude Law's been crying because he told her earlier that he's just a big crier and everyone's crying and, and happy. he was crying and, and he was just moping adorable. around the cabin and crying and he left. And then it. basically, like everybody lives happily ever after. Yep, they all enjoy and New Year's they together all in come England. To England and have New Year's with the girls because she says. Like, why would I leave before New Year's Eve? You said you love me, so I'm pretty sure I have a date. And he's <laughs> like, well, I have the girls. And she's like, cool. Like, okay. Obviously, that's great. So, so then everybody they have has a cute New little Year's New together Year's party with England. the brother and sister and the partners and the kids. And it's really cute. Yeah, and everybody got together and they did some like funky, cheesy dancing Weird to music dancing. that wasn't playing. Yeah. They're like, wait, now dance! To music that doesn't match the scene at all. <laughs> like, the beat of yeah. the music does not match their dance moves. No. But, but you know, whatever. Together, so but Jude Law is shimmying at you. What are you going to do with it's your heart? You true. give it away. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the holiday. There's not really a lot of Christmas in it. but uh, It's great. Which, I love thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that weird, that weird sleeve like, cut you just gave me. <laughs> accidental sleeve grace. <laughs> it was an accident, everybody. Um, this movie's lovely. I really like it. I got questions about Jude Law's hair. Yeah. Jude Law's. <sighs> Jude Law. D's are hard for me. Apparently. <laughs> Why? I don't know what's going Jude on. Jude Law. He's I like, can't talk so, about He's so him. cute in this movie. Jude Law in the holiday is like peak dreaminess, though. Every like every new scene, you were just like, like in love with him. I was all like, over he's again. perfect. He's I forgot. I did. I I loved everybody loved Jude Law ten years ago. He was so dreamy, and then he kind of like just either stopped being in things or just was in different kinds of movies. Yeah. And we were watching different kinds of things. Yeah, and then you watch this movie again, and you're like, oh. This is why you were the dreamiest mm-hmm. little puppy. He's just a really tall puppy. <laughs> I bet getting a piggyback ride from Jude Law is kind of like getting a piggyback ride from a Dalmatian. Okay. For science, I'm going to need Jude Law and The Rock and a horse and a Dalmatian. For science. For science. <laughs> For science. For only science. Oh, and then we can all go get dinner together. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, we could ride the horse to dinner. All, <laughs> all four of us. The me horse. and the rock <laughs> and Jude Law and the Dalmatian <laughs> are riding a horse to dinner. weird. But we have to eat out on a patio because we have a dog with us. <laughs> it's going to be so good. It's uh, my version of the holiday. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> I need someone out there to draw this scene for us, <laughs> and we'll put it up online, and we'll frame it in our bedrooms. Keep, we'll keep it forever and love or it. Or maybe dining rooms or somewhere a little more conspicuous. <laughs> it's in my bedroom. Like I'll be like, "Hello, future husband. Have you? Uh, let, we're married, and we're having. We're gonna do it. Oh, have you seen this beautiful painting in my bedroom of me, Jude Law, and the Rock?" 
and a Dalmatian <laughs> riding a horse. It's my personal favorite. And they'll be like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I mean, I'd be worried for... Yeah. as sappy as it is yeah it's a little sappy but i feel like it's not it's not overly sappy no and it just makes me happy there are moments i like it a lot specifically with jack black this is what i this was my this is my theory about what was going on on set you have a lot of theories about this movie. i have <laughs> theories about everything my theory about jack black on any set where he's not just like being jack black if he's not like, in the pick of destiny, I don't know what he's doing with his time. And I just imagine that it looks an awful lot like School of Rock Jack Black. Like, maybe that's his authentic self. Maybe. And so it, there were moments in this movie where he had, like, these very... It was it was melodrama, for sure, mm-hmm. of, like, face acting from him. Where it's like, there's his girlfriend, and he's just sighing because yeah. he's so in love with her, and she's like so this, pretty. The sad puppy, like, and I'm so hang his head like be he's with her. Charlie Brown moment. Yeah. And then he sees her in Blockbuster, and she's like, no, I've been seeing this guy. And he just, like, mm, and, like, hangs his head real low. And I was like, there have to be moments where the director was like, all right, so you're looking real sappy. Could you tone it down six notches and be a little <laughs> less you and a little more normal person and not be like, bow, bow, I'm so sad. <laughs> like maybe less gear, more uh, Jude Law. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the, and so there were moments where I was like, Jack, what are you doing with your face? And then there were also moments where you're like, he was perfect casting for this. He really was. Like I when love he, him in the movie so When much. he calls and Kate Winslet answers the phone and is like, hello? And he's like, uh, it's Miles. Am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> and he just makes this really lovely face from behind the fridge that you're like, that's Jack Black right there. <laughs> like, there he is. You're like, that was the moment where you're like, oh, yeah. hire that guy. Yeah. He did that so well. He did that one little thing so well. Yeah. He strikes me as someone who could be a film composer because he makes all those noises with his face. Yeah. I love the part with the good notes. <laughs> I used only the good notes. I used only the good notes. Uh, so cute. Yeah, he wrote Iris a song, like a theme song. I, I used only the good notes. God. That's so cute. That's like saying you used only the good letters in the alphabet. Yeah. You're like, wait, which ones are those? Are they all of them? Or is nope. it just the ones? Just no, the just good the good ones. Aww. Aww. He's so cute. He is. I've never really liked Jack Black that much. There are very few moments where I'm like, Jack Black's great. This was one of those moments. He's really good. I love him a lot. <sighs> Cameron Diaz is meh. So, I have, I think we talked about this on the Shrek episode, maybe. Oh, yeah. But, ugh. My, like, I have never really been a fan of Cameron Diaz. I don't think Cameron Diaz has fans. I don't know. I think she just gets jobs. I don't think she has fans. I don't know. Like, she's hey, so any, frustrating. If anybody out there is a Cameron Diaz <laughs> fan, could you let us know? <laughs> Thanks. We What's just want to so know that you're real. Frustrating is, like, there are so many movies that she happens to be in yeah. that I love. 
Yeah. Like, this movie, I love In Her Shoes. Have you ever seen that? Maybe. Has Tony Collette in it. And Shirley MacLaine. And they I, play sisters. And I don't think I've seen it. You'll have to watch it. Because it's, it's really, I like it a lot. <laughs> but they, like, have an estranged grandmother that's Shirley MacLaine and who lives in Florida that they end up finding. And, <clears throat> like, uh, Cameron Diaz, like, sleeps with her sister's boyfriend or something oh my. And like it's a whole ordeal but oh my I like it but i like it for the tony collette character yeah and everyone else and there just happens to be cameron diaz and i love this movie for kate winslet and everyone else she's so wonderful and not cameron diaz kate winslet is the best man she's She's, like, out learning how to be a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Yeah. And in the process, she finds a lovely man who's just, like, happy to be here, you know? Yeah. Who's not like, I'm hopelessly in love with you. Yeah. Or who's, like, trying to control her in any way. He's just like, wow, she's great. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a shot. And he's like, and she's all like, hey, he's pretty swell. I'm not going to pour too much energy into this. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And then it went really lovely. And yeah. it was really nice. The other thing I remember mentioning when we were watching this was somehow Kate Winslet is supposed to be the every girl. Yeah. And Cameron Diaz is supposed to be like the, the super high attractive one. And I was like, that? Uh, I don't. I'm not. How did we get Kate Winslet in this place? Cameron <laughs> like, Diaz is her, really but... skinny. I don't think she's... I mean, I definitely believe her as, like, an L.A. lady. Yes. I don't... I think... I also thought that was kind of funny to me. I'm pretty sure Kate Winslet's gorgeous. What are we doing? And then also, (laughs) like, Jude Law is supposed to be the, like, every man and, like, the the (laughs) hopeless little dad. And then Jack Black is the, like, dude in L.A. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like... What? Yeah. What happened? I mean, it works. Somehow the dynamic works. I do think it's odd. I think it's an... (sighs) Attractiveness-wise? No, I can't even say all that because, like, it's all relative. I just think... I think it's a funny... I think it's a coupling that works for everybody, but I do find it a little, like, more that it's Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. That, like, the hottest ones end up being together. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. traditionally, like, super, super hot people, they end up being together. And then the traditionally, like, more down-to-earth people end up mm-hmm. being together. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Like, I just find that, like, sort of, like, an, I always thought that was weird. But I was like, what? Why couldn't Cameron Diaz be, like, why couldn't it be not Cameron Diaz and it be someone else who's, like, maybe slightly frumpy or something? And then why couldn't that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's, I just think it's an interesting pairing. They think that it works, and I don't think there's anything they've, like, a big qualm about. But I've always been like, mm, why did you put the hottest people together? Because that's you know? what you do. Like, why? In Hollywood movies. Why that? And Kate Winslet, who is just breathtaking at all times, as then with, like, Jack Black, which proves again that, you know... A dude with a nice personality can always get the beautiful woman, but a woman with a good personality can't always get the hot dude, or maybe she shouldn't. Yeah. 
is that thing. It's is that thing. I'm yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you frustrating say. thing. Whatever you say, LA. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> I feel like the, a who right now. Like I feel like I'm like the Grinch, and like my fingers are really long. You're like you have like a Cindy Lou Who like super yes. too big for you sweater on. Yeah, I do. It's really nice. I approve. Yeah. Katie approved. Nice. Anything else about this movie? Um, I feel like it's a movie that I would watch more often than most Christmas movies. Yeah. Like this well, is a movie that I could, you know, sit down and cuddle up with. I like to watch it all year round, so. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it doesn't a good... feel Christmassy to me. No. It's just adorable. It's just a holiday movie. Yeah. It's... A, it's a movie about the holidays and then also about going on holiday, as they say yes. in the pond. <laughs> Across the pond, not in the pond. <laughs> Loch Ness in the pond <laughs> says this all the time. Didn't we just watch a movie where they talked about Loch Ness? Maybe I watched you something. You must have because... I, I don't watched think something we have recently, unless they talked about it in The Grinch. I don't know what I was watching, but I watched something where a guy gets set up on like a blind date, and he goes, and the girl's like talking about like the Loch Ness monster, and she just calls it like she just kept referring. She was like, "I don't. I wonder where it is." Oh no! It was on the show. It's on HBO. It's called Family Tree. Okay. And um and he, and it's uh oh, the really cute guy from the IT crowd that we love and from Bridesmaids. Oh, Chris yeah. O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Yes, Chris O'Dowd, our other favorite Chris. Yes. He's in it, and he's on this I date with this woman, and she keeps talking about, and she's talking about like, I wonder where the Loch Ness monster lives, and he's like, what? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, yeah, Loch Loch Ness. Like, where is it? And he's like. What's in Loch Ness? No, that's the monster's name. He's like, you think that the Loch Ness monster is just called Loch Ness? She's like, well, yeah. And he's like, okay. Okay. And just, like, leaves it alone. And, like, she's, like, talking about other weird sort of conspiracy things. And he's like, so you think this is true because that... Okay. okay. Interesting. (laughs) And just, like, is like, oh, my God. Like, real... Like, oh, boy. (laughs) He's like, wait, you don't know that the it's in Loch Ness. Is the, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. And it's just like quiet. I was like, all right, never mind. I'm not gonna worry about this. Like, I can't, I can't argue with her. Yeah. There's no arguing. Yeah. It's hopeless. I don't know why I came up with that, but okay. that's. <laughs> I don't remember where that came from, but it was, I don't know. It was good. But uh, watch Family Tree on HBO. It's quite sweet from what I've seen. I've been watching it on my lunch breaks. Yeah. That's it. That's what I got. It's great. Right. It's great. The holiday was great. Thank you for showing me the holiday. No problem. I appreciate I love it. it. I watched it once, probably when it came out, like the year or two after it came out, and yeah. I never watched it again. And it's very nice. It is much it's better great. than Love Actually. Love Actually is pooped out a drain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did. I didn't like it, and then I watched it again a few years ago because oh, everyone yeah. at work was like, "I love it," and I was like, "You know what? It's been a long time. I'll give it a shot. Like maybe." I remember it differently, and they're like, you watched it, how'd you feel? And I was like, it was just a movie about people being awful to each other, and I don't yeah, understand I how like, they like that. Like, and also getting through, like, airport security. In that movie, like, half the storylines are just sad. 
Yeah. Weird. And the other half are charming, and I like them. Yeah. I th- Well, my favorite storyline is, um, uh... No, I forgot his name. Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman's storyline is my favorite yeah, one. it's one of the best ones. It's like, and they cut most of it out when you watch the TV version. Yeah, well, yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh, <sighs> I mean, I was also like, I, Martin Freeman is an attractive man. Anyways, for I me. I like that plot line. I like the, like, little kid being in love and his stepdad trying to help him. Yeah. Plot line. Yeah. And I like the prime minister... And the girl plotline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because my favorite part of that is, and I always the comment dancing. on it, well, that, but the fact that, like, everyone calls her, like, chubby, and he's like, really? <laughs> he doesn't believe it, like, for a second. He's like, are like, you sure? Like, that's how you would describe her? Like, like he does not real? see it. Which is great. And I just think it's lovely. Really? <laughs> They're all, like, everyone thinks the she's chubby. chubby. One. And he's like, no. Mm, no. I think... <laughs> Maybe you're crazy. I just had that. I actually just recently had that response. A couple of people I know were saying, like, they said of another woman around, they're like, oh, she would be super hot if. Mm. And I was just like, uh uh-uh. uh. And I was like, no, 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 no. She's super hot right now. Yeah. She's just not wearing skin tight clothing, so you can't see it, which is kind of part of the point. Right. <laughs> I was like, no, her clothing isn't really tight. Like, she's wearing, like, billowy cool fluffy clothing that's actually really pretty and very feminine you're just choosing to see it as her hiding something but yeah. in reality she's just hiding how hot she is <laughs> i was like if you've ever taken the time to like really look at her i'm like she's perfect yeah perfectly proportioned she's not super skinny and she's like she's just in that like awesome like you could wear anything range mm-hmm and I was like, why would you think that you have to change anything about her and then she'd be attractive? Yeah. I was like, no, she's attractive. You just aren't in the magnetic pole of the attraction. Right. That's all. Yeah. Don't say, sh- I was mad and I stopped it right there and was like, whoa, you're not going to finish that conversation. <laughs> We're done here. Yeah. But it's that kind of thing where like some people could describe her that way and I was like, mm-mm. Don't yeah. see that at all. I was like, yeah. I don't see any of that. Like, nothing about her screams chubby to me. Yeah. In the least. Yeah. I was like, no. I think you're all wrong and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I think your eyes is broke. <laughs> your eyes is broke! <laughs> That's how I, and then I yelled that. Nice. And I got kicked out of the store. That didn't happen. <laughs> that, most of it did. That, 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 last, that last part, part was no. the true part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so love actually is... It's yeah, eh, and then half of it's great. The holiday half of is it's like just sad. Oh. Although I'll watch Emma Thompson in basically yeah. anything. How so. many Channing Tatum's do we give this movie? Jude mm. Law has all the Channing Tatum's. Yeah, I mean, I like this movie a lot, so I would give it a lot. But I wouldn't want him to be in this movie. Harry Jude Law. <laughs> I could see Channing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Channing Tatum being one of the ex-boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. One of, like, the the jerks. Yeah, if anything. So, yeah. She was young. <laughs> Get out of my face. Get out of my face! That's how I feel. Get out! You know what's also really interesting? All of these people are very clearly in their, like, late 30s in this show. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, they don't make much of a comment at all about their age, which no. I really kind of liked. They were like, I'm old. They were like, let's toast to being young right now. Yeah. Like, being young and alive. And I was like, I don't know how old y'all think you are. You're clearly in your 30s. Yeah. And there was no comment about, like, I'm getting old. Yeah. And they were all just like, hey, I man. Think there's a lot of, like, refreshing things about the relationships in the yeah. movie. Because you don't have that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's nobody's, nice. like, stalking each other, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. They all are very gracefully, like, they're trusting of one another. They're fairly trusting of strangers. Strangers are trustworthy in this show. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you could have me number. Like, of course, let's spend time together. Like, you're a decent person, and so yeah. let's do that. Like, no one is like, oh, what if I die? Which yeah. is my reality. So that was refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's worried about getting stabbed in L.A. Yeah. I mean, some people live are. in like a fancy gated house, so you know that gate really helps it. I think that really made everything. All those gates. There were so many gates. There were a lot of gates. There were a lot movie, of actually. gates in this movie. Holy poo! <laughs> wow, I never noticed. She left all those gates open she running did. back to Jude Law. I mean, if I'm running back to Jude Law, I'm probably going to make a few mistakes on the way. <laughs> but there's also like sheep to consider, and what if your children get loose? Right. From your gate. <laughs> from your, from your like, they have a child farm. But what if they what? get out? No. <laughs> what if they get out? No. That's called pregnancy. It's child farming. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is taking a weird turn. Uh, I'm going to give this movie, I'm going to give it seven Channing Tatums. Sounds good. I feel like it's a nice amount of Tatums. It is. How about you? Did yeah, you? seven or eight maybe. Yeah, eight. Eight, because I'm really feeling the Jude Law love. Yeah. You know what? Since we have Harry Jude Law, we're going to give it eight. Okay. If we had unHarry Jude Law, <laughs> I might dock it. A, I might dock it a chaining. <laughs> like, sorry, Jude Law. Not enough hair on your body. You could just put it somewhere else, and I think I'd still be we happy. We should give him an extra one for the glasses, though. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. The glasses. I don't like. How did that ah, make he wore it better? Them, he wore them once. I don't like. Maybe twice. And one time there was a napkin on his face. Ooh. And it was still great. You know what they did? You know what they did? What? In or uh, ooh, 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 I'm <laughs> mad. In order for him to become Mr. Napkinhead, he had to have glasses, right? Yeah. I bet you, so much money that they were like, shoot. We put glasses on him, but he doesn't wear glasses in the movie. We have to have him have them in another scene. And so they just put him in glasses in one other scene to explain why there are glasses. Probably. They did this in Hamilton. Did you know this? No. Hamilton was, in fact, wearing glasses at Weehawken. Okay. When he got shot. Spoiler alert! Alexander <laughs> Hamilton died in a duel. You, in case you haven't been paying attention to history. Read your Wikipedia or books. musicals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, they knew in the musical, he had to wear glasses. But, like, nowhere else in, but, like, nowhere else in the show. So they knew, they're like, okay, we know that this has to happen. And it doesn't make sense for him to just be like, well, I've got glasses now. <laughs> like, so they started, like, Later in later in the show, they mm-hmm. began putting glasses on him periodically, or he would be wearing glasses here and there, so that you wouldn't be like, "Where the hell did those glasses come from? Yeah, where did the? What do you mean he was wearing glasses? Like they put him on, so it would make sense. 
So that's what I believe that's what they did for his character, where they're like, okay, we got to put in this Mr. Napkin head <laughs> somewhere. Uh, he needs glasses to make this little, like, cute little thing he does with his daughter's work. So we have to put glasses on him somewhere else in the movie prior, because he doesn't wear them after, I don't think at all. Maybe not. Like, you only see him, like, maybe three times with glasses. Mm. I don't think we even see him that much. I don't think, like, he's not wearing glasses when he's just home alone with his daughters. I think he just wears the glasses the one time at her house in the morning. I feel like there was another time, but I can't place where it was. Maybe. But, like, there's, but barely. there's not more than three. Right. So I think they put him on. Many. I think they did a thing where they're like, well, we need this, so we have to put them here so that you're yeah. not like, huh? Glasses? Yeah. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Put me in those glasses. On his eyeballs and his cheekbones. <laughs> They're sitting between his cheekbones and his hair. <laughs> which is my favorite spot on his face. And his lips are so good. Also, last question about Jude Law. Okay. How is he tan in England in I the have winter? no idea. Like, where did your tan Maybe come from? Maybe it's when he's taking care of his cow in the backyard. No. It's winter in England, it's sir. It's sun. They're pasty. <laughs> They're pasty. I have no idea. Everybody in this movie was white as white can be, and then Jude Law was tan. <laughs> it's all get out, and you're just like, Jude. What are you doing? Honey, are you paying for this? <laughs> you're doing a great job. But, like, maybe stay out of the tanning bed. You don't need cancer. You're a single dad. <laughs> so, uh, if you find any of this remotely tantalizing, <laughs> you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Cool, great. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Viewing Party Pod. You can also check us out online at viewingpartypod.com. Anything that we mentioned, any movies, articles, Jude Law's hair tumbler we may find <laughs> will be posted on there so yeah. you can uh, get access to all those things. Um, you can also, is that is that all the things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all the things. Yeah, man. There'll be Beautiful. funny quotes on Instagram. Yeah, like, go like our Instagram. Uh, viewingpartypod.com is the name of that website. If you want to hear more of my voice, uh, which would be fascinating and maybe we should go out to coffee sometime, <laughs> uh, you could check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares, where we interview nonprofit organizers in Columbus and figure out why they care and talk to them about their stories and share that with the world. So Columbus Cares, you can find us on Facebook and you could also find us on iTunes, Columbus Cares. Um, if you have a podcast or know someone who has a podcast, because you probably do, because all of your jerk friends have podcasts, just like us, <laughs> and they all want you to listen to them, have them go submit their podcast to the Columbus Podcast Festival. Submissions yeah. are open for just a little baby while longer, and then uh, the podcast festival is Mother's Day weekend. Cool. Um, those are all the big announcements I have. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you can tune in next week when we watch something else to talk about something totally different. Yep, we're going back to the Tatumverse. Back to the Tatumverse! <laughs> I can't. Oh, until next time, this has been Viewing Party. I do really want to like piggyback <laughs> ride from The Rock, though. I'm like imagining this, and I'm imagining it being a really good time. Like I would suddenly like shrink to Kevin Hart size. <laughs> Like, uh, in his presence, and then it would be really great. So, like, you just want to reenact Jumanji's uh, trailer? I haven't seen the trailer. Kevin Hart literally rides on the rock's back. What? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, we gotta watch I that right now. You knew that. No, That's shut. Why you no, shut this down. We gotta watch it right now. Okay, bye.